Moments of Love podcast. Today, our topic is Sunday Best, and we'll also be talking a little bit about living in this world, but not of it. We did want to start off with just like a little catch up, though, because we haven't put a podcast out for a little bit. So we wanted to do our joy moments and just do a little catch up. Yeah, because I feel like it's been so long since we've talked to you guys. Yeah, it really hear all about life. Yeah, it's a really busy time of year, I feel like. So it a lot is. to catch up on. Do you guys want to start with your joy moment? Sure. <laughs> Mine's not really too cool, but it's lunch. So today for lunch, <laughs> so I made good. this like, I, I've made it before, but it was just really good today. But it's like when you take like ramen noodles and then you put like brown sugar and like soy sauce and like mix it all together. I don't know. It's like this. Brown like this sugar? Yeah, it's actually really good. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. And, and like red pepper flakes, butter. Jenna used like three packs of ramen noodles today. And it's just really good. It is all really of good. us had some and it was so good. Yeah, it was just really good. So that was my joy moment. <laughs> that is interesting. I've never heard of brown sugar in noodles before. <laughs> well, yeah, like you just like make like, so it's kind of like a sauce. So you put like, you melt the butter, then you put some sugar in it, add some soy sauce, some water, and then you just put the noodles in. <laughs> you know, what's okay. really funny is that we call Sophia soy sauce. It's kind of like, for like her nickname, it's her nickname soy sauce. <laughs> and she hates it literally it's so funny I don't know what where it came from but Brandon one day started calling me soy sauce (laughs) and then it all kind of just like caught on and now that's what they call me like it's just like this big inside joke now and whenever I hear the word soy sauce you can't not laugh (laughs) that's funny I don't know why I'm called that I don't I'm not in on the joke but they just laugh at me and call me soy sauce (laughs) and it's been going on for like a year now yeah it's kind of Thing. so anyways that's funny. yeah yeah that sounds interesting though mm-hmm. like it sounds like it's it could good. be good but like I've never I've never heard of that before oh yeah okay Annie how about you what's a joy um moment? joy moment mm, let's see just I think just summer in general has been really really nice um to just kind of I don't know I just love the sunshine just being able to like walk outside and it being warm it just brings me so much joy like I don't know it gives me the sun just gives me like energy and I like how we go to the pool in our neighborhood because it's warm enough and stuff so that's been pretty nice yeah that is really nice what about what's your joy moment um, Sophia my joy moment is graduating high school <laughs> oh yeah so it was there was so much build-up to it mm-hmm. it's like you, I feel like I've been waiting so long for that moment and like all of senior year I've been waiting for it but like all of high school really did it feel like I feel like I'd feel so like so relieved and so like accomplished like did it feel like that or is it just kind of like okay it's done um (laughs) it's like it's kind of surreal because Mm -hmm. like you know like there's so much build-up and then it happens and it happens so fast like literally it went by like so fast (laughs) so now I'm just like whoa like -hmm. like it's over you know what I mean like I don't know what to do with myself because it's over now but yeah, it's like, it's such a weird feeling. Like it feels really good, but um, it just doesn't feel real, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like high school feels like it's so long. Like when you're in high school, I feel like you're never gonna, you're never gonna graduate. And then when you do, yeah. it's like, okay, like that's that so best. weird. Yeah. Like you go into high school yeah. so young and then you like come out and you're just like a totally different person. And now I'm just like, okay, like what's next? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like even though I know what I'm doing, it's like, kind of a weird feeling because it's like I don't really know what I'm doing yeah you know? there's like a new chapter you know totally totally new chapter 
but it's good. It, the ceremony was really nice. And like my grandparents were there and, um, and my cousin came. So it was really nice to have kind of like people there supporting me because senior year has been like really tough. Like it's been the worst year of high school and probably the worst year of like my life so far. Oh. Like the circumstances so this year have been really bad. Yeah. So like I was really, yeah. And like socially things changed a lot. Like I kind of lost all my friends at school. So the school that I was graduating through, I had like no friends in. And so I was really like debating whether I should even graduate through them, but I ended up doing it. And I'm really glad I did, but it was like, it was like a tough decision, like a tough year to just like push through school, but but it was was so worth it. I had like so much fun at the ceremony, the graduation ceremony. Um, so yeah, that's definitely my joy moment because it's just, yeah, it was so fun. It's good. What about you, Cece? My joy moment was watching her graduate. I was like, try not to cry because I wanted to cry, but like I didn't want to because no one else was. So I was like, I don't know, trying not to, but because it's just like really important, you know, it's like your next step, you know, into your life. It's like really important, you know? I mean, now you're like an adult, sort of, but (laughs) sort of, sort of. Yeah, it was. It's a new adventure. It's, yeah, and it's like it's totally been like it's kind of like consumed our life for the past two weeks. Yeah. Um. So it's just been like graduation, <laughs> everything for everyone. So it's just my like, face. It's all been her about her. Like- <laughs> yeah, it's been about me for quite a while now. See, even on the podcast, we're talking about my graduation. Yeah, it's all about me. <laughs> okay. So yeah, those are our joy moments. Is the high school graduation. I mean, until it's my graduation. It's also funny because Brandon, <laughs> our older brother, yeah. Brandon, graduated in 2020. And so he, like, didn't have anything for his graduation. Like, it was, and he didn't care. Yeah. He's very, like, laid back. So he's just like, you know what? I don't care. I don't, I don't need yeah. to fuss. So we've never really gone through a graduation like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I'm, like, the opposite. I'm, like, all I want all the performance, <laughs> all the fuss. Sophia, she's, like, I'm going to have a huge wedding someday. You're like good luck. I will no, literally by the time that my parents are done paying for all of Sophia's things, there won't be any money left for Yana. <laughs> no. Well, you just have to get married first. Oh, yeah. and now it's a race. That's probably gonna happen. It'll just be a competition. <laughs> yeah, a race. You can get engaged first and married. Oh, so you be like, well, no, I got a bigger diamond. Well, I got you know. Funny. <laughs> or, rings. or just marry someone who's really rich, and then he can pay for the wedding. Yeah, I feel like TC will anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever okay, God has in funny. store, okay, guys. Whatever, God. yes, yeah. So that's pretty much our catch up. Is there anything else going on with you guys? Um, we had our state track meet. Where did you go for that? It was in Wichita, Wichita. Okay, uh, how long were you guys there for? We arrived at the team on Thursday and then left on Saturday. But it was really fun. Saturday Saturday night. night. Yeah. So it was like two nights in a hotel. So we got roommates. Yeah, it was really fun. Because we'd have like team dinners every night. And then we had like, we'd all like the girls would hang out in like someone's room. And then we had like roommates. And then we got like, got to go to Target and get snacks for our room and stuff. So it was fun. It was a pretty fun fun experience. That's so fun. Did you guys drive up there by yourselves or like in a bus? It was in a bus. Our school took a bus. Mm -hmm. Like 35 um athletes from our school like make it to state so there's enough for a bus <laughs> okay much it. should we start talking about 
um, Sunday best. Yes. I just wanted to like, say something, so I was like, oh, okay, so, so yeah, that's the end of our catch up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, good to catch up. Catch up. <laughs> yeah, it was good to catch up. It's good. But it is good to catch up. Okay. So today we wanted to talk about dressing your best for church. Does anyone want to start? I'll start. Okay, so in the Bible, I forgot which part, but in the Bible, God says that our bodies are temples, so treat them with care. So, like, this is kind of going off a little bit topic, but um, for, like, Easter, our mom always gives us these baskets of, like, like, stuff to use in the shower or facial care and kind of, like, loofahs and just kind of, like, stuff to take care of our body because, around easter time was it that god said or it it wasn't around easter time but like yeah her whole idea is that she fills our easter baskets with stuff that um that are like for like our bodies using like our bodies are temples and like to take care of our bodies Mm -hmm. yeah sorry did i take over what you're saying no that's fine yeah okay and another thing is that like when we're in church there's I don't know about you guys but there's tons of people tons of little kids at our church and it, we're kind of like role models to them because I remember when I was little I was always asking my mom why we dress up for church and you know I always think that it's always good to have a role model there mm-hmm. that dresses just like you yeah and I remember when I was little my mom would be like she would say like not to wear stuff with letters to church like on our clothing because she would say how like that's distracting to the eye and like of course when I was little I can't I couldn't really read or whatever that didn't really bother me but as I get older and people in church have like I don't know writing on the back I like read it and I get distracted and so um just kind of what we dress for mass like shouldn't be distracting for others because our main focus at mass is um Jesus and the Eucharist and so I feel like it's just sometimes kind of a little bit of a distraction and then you like miss part of the homily or you miss the reading or you know and another thing is that we're like in God's house you know so I mean like how would you really dress if you were in God's house would you wear sweats or would you wear a nice dress like that's the real that's another question too yeah well I think it's just important to dress up just because it shows reverence and it shows Mm -hmm. like respect the importance of you being there it's kind of like, I kind of like to think of it as like, if you're invited to like, if you were, if the queen invited you to tea or something, it's like, you wouldn't wear your sweats. You wouldn't wear your everyday clothes. Yeah. You would wear something that was like very nice and something you don't wear every day. And I think that's kind of the same. Cause you're going into like the Lord's house. Like you're going, it's like, he is the King. And so you don't dress like how you dress every day. You have to like dress differently kind of going off that about reverence is I think like dressing nice for mass shows like reverence to the mass and like that the mass is like supposed to be reverent and it's because um like it's not just a time to like meet with like your friends at mass it's like a time like it's like the eucharist which is like the main part of our faith Jesus is like pretty much sacrificing himself again for us so that like we can receive him but it's so special and so important. Like, it's not just like a social hour. Like it's like dressing up shows that like you truly are like reverent to it and just 
like I guess I also with dressing up for mass it's also like dressing up for Jesus and so like I don't know I just want to come in my best clothes for Jesus like I just want to like look nice and show him that I like I guess kind of do something different for him like almost put more effort in for him when I feel like when you like get dressed up you feel like something more special is gonna happen in a way because like when you get all dressed up for example like let's say for like prom or homecoming or something like you get dressed up it's like a special occasion so like when you get dressed up for mass it like makes you in like the right mindset to like be there for like the special occasion of the Eucharist yeah kind of like what you said like dressing up just shows that you understand the importance of being there and what you're participating in like through like that you're participating in the math the mass and how important that is and it's like it just kind of shows just like you were saying Jenna with like prom or homecoming like you understand that that's a special event and so you're going to dress differently and you're going to dress nicer it's just like that with church if like you understand that this is a special place place and this is the mass is special and so you're not just going to wear what you wear every day and you're going to wear like something nicer and just like being an effort like I think that's the most important thing too like as long as someone putting an effort I think that um I think something that I've been thinking about a lot lately is that like it's important to remember that everyone is on a journey especially with like clothing and I think it's really easy for us because we dress really nice but the people around us don't always dress nice and sometimes it's hard sometimes I'm like get really frustrated like don't they know what like like don't they know like that they're in the presence of Jesus like do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know. Sometimes I'm just like, don't they understand what they're, what they're participating in? Yeah. Then I'm like, I feel like then it, I kind of go down this rabbit hole of like, then it begins to turn into judgment, which is not, you know, what I want to do. So then it's like, I have to like, remember that like everyone's on a journey. And like me three years ago was like, no, I don't want to wear a dress. I don't want to dress up. You know, like I had my own journey and I had to come to that place where I was like, this is important and I wasn't there yet a couple years ago and so I think it's like important to remember that like everyone's on their own journey and not everyone's there yet but like it's good to encourage and like you can also encourage by example because like when you guys dressed really nice kind of there was a time yeah there was a time where our family actually didn't dress really nice at least us girls we like dress yeah differently but not like the way we do now and I remember I'd always see you girls and you were like always dressed to the nines yeah. and you always looked so nice. And it just, it definitely like made an impression on us. And now we're always finding like, oh my gosh, we need to buy this dress. And, <laughs> and now like we want to dress like that. Yeah. And now that's we want another to- piece of it too. It's just fun. The style of it. Like mm-hmm. I love getting ready mm-hmm. for mass or like picking out it like for daily mass and pick out like a cute skirt and like a top. Like I just love, like, I feel like that aspect mm-hmm. is also really fun for me. It's so fun to shop for church clothes. Yeah. yeah. And in a way, like, it also, like, brings out, like, your, like, authentic femininity, which mm-hmm. is yeah. really kind of cool. It's, like, I don't know. But yeah. When you said totally. it's, like, fun, it just, like, brings that out. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We kind of wanted to share some stores that, like, we go to or some places that we found good church clothes if anyone's looking. One place that I thought of was Altered State. I know that it's more on the spendy side, but yeah. it is a great place and they do have great sales too. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, and it's just wait. a great place to dress in general to find clothes. I don't know, like like I usually shop at like 
American Eagle for like my jeans and like my shirts, but all their dresses are just like too short. You know, it just frustrates me sometimes because they're really cute, but they're just too short, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. a struggle nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my church girls are actually like from all over the place. Like a lot yeah. of my dresses, I don't really have a go-to place. But we found a lot of our best church clothes actually yeah. at like TJ Maxx. Yeah. yeah, same. Agreed. <laughs> We've got a lot of dresses from there. And those are TJ pretty Maxx. good price. Yeah. Sometimes they're, Target. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Target, Target too. Good, yeah. Yeah. I think Target and TJ Maxx, like it's very much hit or miss. Like sometimes yeah. we'll walk in there and we'll try on like a bajillion things. Yeah. And we'll get a bunch of church outfits. And then sometimes we'll go in there and we'll be like, none of these are cute like we don't like any of these Mm -hmm. and same with target like it's kind of a hit or miss Mm -hmm. but when you do find stuff Mm -hmm. it's like it's they're like the perfect thing that we need and it's usually like really good price like it's not something outrageous other places that are like nicer dresses are like loft banana republic express i have a lot of ones that have been like passed down because i'm the third girl a lot of my dresses have been passed all the way down to the sisters so um yeah, some of my dresses from like Express, those type of things. Mm-hmm. I think that Kate wore it, or like you yeah. wore it and it just got passed down to me. Yeah. And uh Gap. I have oh, a couple yeah. from Gap that are really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those, yeah, those are definitely more like a little bit more on the spendy side. Mm-hmm. You can also um, find deals though, too. But yeah, you can get like yeah. stuff on sale. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also okay, another place that I look for for church clothes, which is also it's not my favorite place, but sometimes I look on Amazon because they have actually had some pretty good dresses. Yeah. I, I also wear pants sometimes. I yeah. found a couple good like slacks, like worky sort of. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be like like there's no like requirement. Like it's not like it's yeah. you have to wear a yeah. dress that has this and it has, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like the dressing nice can also be like if you have like like sometimes like nice pants or something or yeah it's like, kind of like an experiment like, like, or yeah. something or like yeah also another thing that I wanted to say is that whenever I'm in church I try to cover my shoulders just to show respect mm-hmm. um because I know that that's a huge thing I don't know yeah we were always yeah. told to cover our shoulders yeah um, our mom like it was like especially like when you go up for communion like if you have a dress that's like shorts or yeah I always, like a tank top like yeah. at least for communion like wear something that's or like so wear a sweater or something over yeah 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 I mean we were always taught that so like mm-hmm. that's just something that we keep in mind when we look for church clothes is like yeah. okay you know like would we have to wear a jean jacket with this or would this be like one we can wear on its own I feel like those are oh another place okay this is where I would shop for like nice dresses would be lulu's Mm -hmm. it's an online store i don't know if you guys have heard of it but it's like that's my go-to place for actually like all of my dance dresses like my prom dresses my homecoming Mm -hmm. dresses that's where i get them but i've used i got my confirmation dress there and i really liked my confirmation dress Mm -hmm. those are definitely more like formal dresses like they're good for mm-hmm. like weddings mm-hmm. and um yeah and, and like they're good if you want to like go um like if you want a dress for like homecoming that's not super short because I struggle with finding homecoming dresses that aren't like teeny tiny yeah so that's a good place to go for like the like formal dresses like if you need a formal dress I like to go there because they have pretty modest yeah. ones and they're really good quality and they're not like outrageous 
but um yeah those are like more formal dresses yeah that's kind of all the places we have though yeah i'm trying to think what other i mean like you could even like look at like goodwill or something or like yeah or some or like you have plato's there's been a closet there too yeah both like we both have plato's Plato's closet has a few dresses or like i like talking about clothes it's fun you know (laughs) it's fun always makes my day (laughs) when i was thinking about this topic i was going through like some verses because i know that there's a lot in the bible that you can kind of pull from about like just the importance of like our bodies and treating them with respect one of them that i found was 1 corinthians 6 19 through 20 and it says do you not know that your bodies are temples of the holy spirit who is in you whom you have received from god you are not your own you were bought at a price therefore honor god with your bodies i really liked that um because i think it kind of backs up the whole like your body is a temple and so like the way that you dress and the way that you treat yourself reflects like Mm -hmm. it is god's creation so it's like that's also important and i i kind of think that's something that's like a little bit lost in our culture Mm -hmm. um because i don't think that really sinks in i think there's a lot of hatred towards like your own body your own self yeah and something else is like we yeah we're created by god and so like everything that we do with our bodies every like what we wear should be um giving glory to god and so yeah just that kind of like you're saying earlier just reflects our own say after that <laughs> yeah yeah it's also um I think you have to kind of shift your mindset into not giving into what society feeds you too. Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard to like, you know, like there are so many like yeah. trends and what people are wearing is like not what glorifies God. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it's really hard because it's, it really it's is tempting. fed to you. And so like, you just have to like, remember that you're not like of this world. Okay. I found this verse. And I really liked it. It's Romans 12 too. And it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And I really liked that because it's, I feel like it's like such a reminder to change like your mindset, like your mindset, your mindset can't be to please this world because one, that's just something you will never do. You will always be striving to please people and yeah. this world, and you will never be fulfilled by that. But also just that, like, that's not where your purpose comes from. So that's not where you're going to be fulfilled and be rewarded through. Yeah. Like, trends fade and, like, stuff in this world, like, ends. And, like, this world for us is, like, just temporary. So it's important to remember that, like, God is eternal and, like, our goal should be more heaven than is like I guess not like not necessarily like fitting in for just like I don't know like no, our yeah, goal shouldn't be sense. like just doing what like the norm is just because mm-hmm. it because it makes you look cool or yeah popular or whatever yeah. it's also funny when like you know you look at someone you're like oh they have like most perfect eyes or the most yeah. perfect nose or whatever and like I remember thinking that about someone and then them being like like that's my biggest insecurity like my nose is my biggest insecurity and I'm just like what but it's like perfect like how could you ever think that and so it's kind of funny because I think it's so easy for people to look at other people and just be like oh my gosh like the features you have are so beyond perfect but to them 
it doesn't matter because it's not perfect to them. So it's like, yeah, it's like just because like when you look at someone, you think, well, they have it all and like they look perfect. So they must feel perfect. Does that make sense? Yeah. But then it's like when you're that person, it's not really like that empty inside. You're empty. You're empty inside. <laughs> so dark. Sorry. No, I feel like I'm so scatterbrained about this. Well, yeah, and I think it's it's easier to like um find like the good things in other people than it is yourself a lot of times. Like to look at someone like, oh, like that of them is like perfect, but then like it's harder for you to like admit that about yourself, I guess, sometimes. So yeah. I remember for a while, like a really long time, I had these like really long legs because on my dad's side they're like super tall and everything and my grandma has super long legs anyways um and so um and I was always like you know like I like Sophia would wear skirt and we're like the same like waist size and then I'd be like and then I try it on but then my mom would say no because my legs were too long and I'd always you know try to wear like low shoes to like try to not accent my legs but now like I don't care you know like that is the thing that I love about myself it's because I have really good calves. Dad <laughs> well, yeah. What's funny about that is that like, yeah, like me and Cece are like roughly the same height, but she has longer legs. Yeah. And that's funny because it's like, that was an insecurity for you. But like, that has been something that I've always admired about you. Like, mm. I'm like, oh, I wish I had like Cece's legs, you know? Like, I wish I had short legs. I don't know. But really? I want to switch. No, <laughs> I'm fine with it now. You know, like I honestly, that's one of the things that I cherish about myself now. Yeah. And that I, I don't know, I don't want to say like glorify, but just kind of love about myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like every day, I always think like of this one book that I read by Emily Wilson, uh, Go Bravely or Go Brave. Yeah, Go Bravely. Yeah, Go Bravely, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, in one of her chapters, she says, or in one of her chapters, it's like, love yourself and she said that she asked this girl one time what was name one thing that you love about yourself and the girl couldn't think of anything and sometimes people just say I don't know and that's what she said and I just always think about that when I you know because like when you look into the mirror at the beginning of the day that's when all your confidence like usually like lowers like it usually just when like you're the most vulnerable. yeah <laughs> it's usually like if you look you know if you start your day off with a negative thing the rest of your day is just going to be so negative you know you always have to start off with a positive thing and that's just wait how did that go I don't know how that went together <laughs> it's okay it's, um, it's, good. Um, like, good. it's good advice like start yeah you wake up it's like always day. think about something that you love about yourself or something that you're uh very proud of you know I yeah I met a girl once back like I think it was like I was like a freshman or something and she you were itty bitty (laughs) (laughs) she was so confident she's probably the most confident person I knew at the time and this girl like I kind of I was friends with her she was like a friend of a friend but um I kind of got to know her and she just seemed so confident like she was kind of like super bubbly and like kind of life of the party type girl she was always really confident and and I remember somehow we were talking about her being like that and I just was kind of like how are you like so like secure like you're just like such a secure person and I remember her saying like 
she has this whole like mindset of like fake it till you make it sort of thing. And so she was like, oh, like, well, if I don't feel confident, I just have to pretend that I am until I genuinely feel that way. And the way that she tried to like get herself to feel better about herself was that she said that every time she would go into the bathroom and look at the mirror, she would find something about herself that she could compliment, whether it was her looks or her personality, something that she valued and something that she actually liked about herself. And then after time, she kind of like forgot that she was insecure about those things because she would be like um, pointing out what she did like about herself. And I don't know, I've never done that, but I think that that would be like a really good technique for anyone who's like struggling with that because because you can have negative thoughts, but when you speak them, they become real. And so I think it's good when you're like always speaking good things because then you eventually you'll stop thinking about the bad things when you're always speaking about the good things, if that makes sense. And if you also think about it, like God created us. And so if we're like, oh, I don't like this about me or whatever. Like if you think it maybe hurt God a little bit, like not that he, I don't know, but like, I like, like I created that feature of you. Like that was unique to you. Like I, you know, I like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there's this quote by C.S. Lewis that's like, it's so profound to me. Um, It says, it is no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. I've Um, heard that a lot. Can you repeat that one more time? Yeah. I feel like it's. It is no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. That's good. I feel like I have to take a moment to really think about that. What is that saying? heard that so many times clearly like that like like fitting in like the society isn't like necessarily like the healthy thing you know like like if you don't fit in it's not saying that you're like yeah unhealthy I guess necessarily it's like well it's kind of just like showing like I don't know I think of it like like when you do things to show that you fit in with society that doesn't actually say anything yeah yeah like it doesn't mean that it's not necessarily a good thing I mean, kind of like that quote, why, um, what is it? It's like, um, why fit in when you were born to stand out? You know, kind of just shows, not to get all cheesy. Yeah, but. not to get, not <laughs> weird. You know, kind of, but yeah, I just think that yeah. that kind of is always really good thing to think about because God didn't put you on this earth to be like someone else or to, you know, he put you on this earth to, I mean, of course he put you on this earth to draw everyone to him mm-hmm. to go up to heaven, you know, and be good people, but just to be yourself, you know? And yeah, I think there's a, sorry. no, go ahead. Okay. There's a <laughs> quote, by, <laughs> there's a quote by blessed Carlo Pudis that says like, do not be a photocopy or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, oh, yeah. that's a cool quote. But anyways, what were you going to say, Sophia? I was just going to say um, this quote by C.S. Lewis, I think it really eloquently sums up like I can relate to it because it's sometimes hard to not to be a Catholic, but to live in this world and in this society and culture, but not share the same values as the society and culture. And um I think there's this, I see it in a lot of people that I know where there's this kind of battle between like world and God. 
where, you know, like they, they seek validation from the society, but they also do have a strong faith. And I think that they have kind of an internal battle where they struggle between like, you know, some days they're just like, oh, I just want to give everything to God. Like he's where I, he's like where my true identity lies in. And then other days they're like, oh, but everyone's going to this party. So I have to go and I need to do this and I need to do that because it's the cool thing to do. And I like, I really see that in people. And, um, and I think I can relate because sometimes it's hard. Like it's easy to get drawn in by the culture and society and wanting to do things purely because, other people want to do things and because it's like the trendy thing to do. Um, But I think that this quote is like, it just, it's such a reminder. Like, I feel like it just totally clicks in my head when I read it, that it's like, it doesn't matter. Like that's not a positive thing necessarily. And like, what is the point in seeking validation and fulfillment in a society that, that that's not where your identity or purpose lies. Like in the end, you will not feel fulfilled or feel happy because that's not where, where your identity is. And that's not where your purpose is. And so like, even though like, sometimes it can be hard to like, it feels like it's like the bumpy road to like stay focused on Christ and have blinders on to the rest of the world. It's so much more fulfilling. And like, I feel like I really have to like remind myself Mm -hmm. like that. Especially as teenagers nowadays. Cause I mean, we all want to have friends. We all want, you know, I guess like I feel like there's a part in everyone that really just wants to fit in too I mean everyone wants mm-hmm. to be loved and everyone wants to feel important feel important yeah and special but society's telling you that you'll feel that way if you do this and if you dress like this and if you act like that mm-hmm. and it's just not true yeah and it, I think it's hard as a teenager sometimes to combat that especially now that we have phones like it just comes at you like a lot so more much, yeah social mm-hmm. media Cause it's all through social media. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's really at the, at your fingertips mm-hmm. and it's so easy to just like see it all day long and like be totally consumed in what society is doing and what the culture is doing and like all that type of stuff, like what other people are doing and not like who you are mm-hmm. and like what you're doing in life. You know, like, I think social media has really exacerbated that, like, and not just like, not just talking about like social media taking over your life and like, kind of like making you feel like you have to be a beautiful model. It's just kind of also, it takes up your time. I feel like too, because like, like I have a phone, but I'm not on it that much. Like I still do tons of projects and I still, you know, have time for all this, but I feel like if I had social media, I feel like that would change a lot of my extra project time, you know, and stuff like that. So just like, not about like it changing you, but it changes your whole day too. I think we could spend a whole episode talking about like social phones and social yeah. media. Technology, too. yeah. Good one. Yeah, just technology in general. We'll have you. to do that. I found the quote that Annie was talking about. I think it's good. Oh, um, yeah. It's actually better than what I said. It's all, <laughs> all people are born as originals, but many die as photocopies. That's mm-hmm. good. Oh, that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that just make you want to be different? Like, yeah. Unique. <laughs> like, totally yeah I think it's a good and like it's a good thing to think about like this week Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think that an important reminder that um as Catholics we are living in this world but not of it 
and just in what we do, like dressing up for mass and is just an example of like how we live in this world, but not of it because our identity and our purpose lies in Christ. And so that's the center of our lives. And so we do things differently because of that. And so I just feel like I'm constantly reminded that like, I'm not of this world. And that's, I think that that's just like the biggest thing to remember as a Catholic teen and anyone in general who's like struggling with that is just remember that like your purpose and your identity does not lie in this world. And if you try to seek that of this world, you will not end up like fulfilled or happy. And I mean, like, I think all of us can, I don't want to speak for you guys, but like, I think that we can even like relate to times in our lives or incidents where we catch ourselves trying to be of this world and not finding satisfaction in that or any type of happiness or fulfillment. But I just think that that's a really good reminder. And I love that, that quote by C.S. Lewis. And I love um, quotes like the one that you just said, Jenna. And like, I just, I need to put those on like on my mirror or something. It's just such a, it's such a good reminder. And it gives me such peace of mind. Like when I'm like, oh, I'm so different. Like I'm not like, I don't dress like these girls. I'm not like these people. Like, it's just a good reminder. It's like, there's a reason for all of this. Yeah. I guess that's just that note I wanted to end that on. And it's just like a really good reminder for me and for anyone really that, yeah, we're just, we're not of this world. And so the way I really think about it is that some, some days and some weeks, I really just have to put my blinders up to what the world has to say and what society and culture is telling me. And I really have to like stay centered on what my goal is and what the center of my life revolves, like what my life revolves around. And that's like Christ. And I have to like really just block out anything else that tells me otherwise. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Yep. <laughs> that, was that was long. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's good. Yeah. You think that was good? It was good. I I enjoyed that. I feel like even, even though we're speaking about it, I feel like it's also like, you know, like even though we're speaking about it, like I'm not perfect. And so I feel like that's a really good reminder for me this week. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, no one's perfect, but it's like also finding people that are going to encourage that in your life. Build you up. You know, like that's something that I value about our friendship between Mm -hmm. like the four of us is that like, you know, you guys are people that are going to encourage me to stay focused and centered on that and hopefully vice versa. So it's kind of like that is what like really grounds helps me to be grounded in like these beliefs, even though they may be unpopular. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we're going to wrap up for today. Um, we have a verse that we picked out when we were planning this episode that we wanted to read. It is um, from Song of Songs and it's chapter four, the very beginning of chapter four. And the title is The Beauty of the Woman. And the first line says, how beautiful you are, my friend, how beautiful you are. Kind of just wraps into like everything we were saying today about um, the beauty of women and the beauty of just our bodies and respecting our bodies and treating them as temples, as God has said in the Bible before. 
good reminder for today and throughout the week that you listen to this. And yeah, hope you enjoy this episode. Bye. Bye.